Next up, Morgan J. Ingram, 2019 LinkedIn's number one sales voice, SDR Chronicles podcast. He's doing a lot of great work with Jay Barrow Sales Training on filling the top of the funnel prospecting. He comes on the show. We talk about code calling, tracking fulfillment, asking for referrals, Morgan's top three best practices and tips on prospecting. This is a great one for B2B sellers. You don't want to miss this one. Stay on the line. Let's get dialed in. You're dialing in to the All Things Telesales podcast i'm your host jake lynn if the phone is your weapon this is your podcast we're changing the perception of telesales we're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission we're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson when we take care of the person the calls take care of themselves All right, I got Morgan J. Ingram in the building. What's good, baby? What's going on, man? Hey, man, how we living? We're living good, man, living good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today, man. Been looking forward to this for a minute. I know uh, you you come from the podcasting world, the SDR Chronicles, and uh, you're always a hot guest on the on podcast, man. So I appreciate you coming on this one today. Yeah, man, H- happy to be here. Yeah. So, uh, man, for the people that don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah. So started off as an SCR, a sales development rep, which is prospecting in the top, top of the funnel accounts and, and seen a lot of success there when I was an SCR. However, I did struggle a lot to figure out how to make cold calls, how to do emailing. Just it's a, it's a hard thing. And over time, as I understood what to do, I created a YouTube channel called the SDR Chronicles. And now it's a podcast, still putting out episodes. And I did that consistently back when I was an SDR for like for five to six months. I put it, I posted every single day. So I was crazy. Uh, and then it tapered off a little bit as I continuously developed in the role, but it was a journey and it was showing people what I was doing and how I was going about it across the board. And it was, again, it was great. And Additionally, on top of that as well, I got promoted to an SDR manager. And then in being an SDR manager, I was able to teach and coach reps on how to do prospecting as well. And through that adventure, I was founded by John Barrows, J. Barrow Sales Training. Some of you guys listen to this podcast, probably heard of it before, been through a training and got approached by him to be on his team. And because he found me on YouTube and from there we've been working together and growing the team for the past, I've been with him for the past two and a half years. And so it's been again, a great journey. And a lot of the stuff I talk about is top of the funnel prospecting. Um, that's not the only thing, but it's the main thing that I do talk yeah. about because yeah. I'm trying to help people to get better at prospecting. Right on. Yeah, man. And uh, definitely that you're part of a really good power team, man. You got, of course, John, you got James and. Yeah, we just had a James. Yeah. Yeah. Call you guys the Jay Baller crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might, you might be the one that trademarked that. You might. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody on the team, everybody's outgoing, has great personality and um, is definitely, you know, a must have to be able to fill the top of the funnel. So what are some of the best practices that, um, that you incorporate in some of your training for filling the top of the funnel? 
Man, I got a lot, man. Oh, what, are you, what are your best practices? I'm just kidding. What, what are yours, Jake? What do you got? Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, the, the phone's not going to dial itself. Of course, we got to pick up the yeah. call, you know. Um, well, I mean, you can make it dial itself with, uh, with a lot of different programs out there, but you get what I'm For saying. For sure. Um, yeah, and I mean, uh, LinkedIn, of course, I know uh, I see some of your content and you you have, uh, you know, dropping voice messages inside LinkedIn. And um, so, and, and of course, you I see your number one LinkedIn sales voice of 2019. So props, props to you on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know that's a lot of hard work and consistency, but um, yeah, I was just curious, like, let's just say if uh, top, top three practices that you might, you know, just let's focus yeah. on the top three. So I've been, I've been yelling this one for about for a year now and people still, even when I train have no idea that this is out here. So I'm probably yelling it for another couple months, but eventually everyone's going to hop on it. But LinkedIn voice messages. Yeah. All right. If you're not, if you're not on this right now, I'm, you have to, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like conversion yeah. rates that I've seen have been crazy and it, it's not just for the United States, right? So people may be listening from another region. It's worked at EMEA, it's worked in APAC, with security, IT, data, HR, yeah. sales leaders, like marketing leaders. Like we, we have tested this as a best practice with multiple prospecting techniques and it's been working. And so that's yeah. one thing I would encourage you all to do now. How you do it is you got to make sure that you use it on your mobile device yep. and it's up to 60 seconds and you have to be first degree connected to your prospect in order to do it. However, if you do this and just treat it like a cold call, it's going to be massively beneficial for you. So I would say make sure that you are using these LinkedIn voice messages because I believe right now that LinkedIn is the same as Facebook prospecting back in 2012, 2013. So if you all ever tried to build a business or build opportunities on Facebook, I remember prospecting for stuff that I was doing back at that time on in Facebook and I was getting tons of opportunities right. and that's what's helped me transition that skill set to LinkedIn because I right. did it back at Facebook. So if you've been yeah. in that during that time and you were selling or building a business, like it's the same thing. I would say number two is video. I think people are, are I think video came out really hot around 20, I would say 17 yeah. Maybe 2016, like late 2016, early 2017, it was really, like everyone was doing it. I think people have started to do less of it because they felt it was saturated. But I feel like, again, this goes back to LinkedIn because I'm just very bullish on it right now is doing LinkedIn videos because people are more active yeah. on LinkedIn because their inboxes aren't as crowded as their email inboxes. So if you can do a LinkedIn voice message or a LinkedIn video, those are great ways to go about it. Best practices on the LinkedIn video. You want to make sure it's less than 90 seconds. So what, right. what we, what we train people on is like, Hey, best practice. Like you should do this less than 90 seconds, right? This isn't a YouTube video, right? <laughs> right? You're not, yeah. you're not making a movie, right? <laughs> it's just less yeah. than 90 seconds. Like don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. This one is big, Jake. This was big as you have to smile. Yeah. People miss this. Yeah. Right. You create a video and people got like frowny faces. Like you're about to die. <laughs> like, like, come on, like wake up, like yeah. less 90 seconds. Make sure you smile at the beginning of your video and you're going to get a lot of great results there. And then the last thing I would say 
is something that is not talked about enough. Asking for referrals. Yeah, there you go. Talk to That's, me about that. That yeah. is prospecting. Think about it, like you have yeah. to read prospect. And so, yeah, cold calls, emails, social, I just told you all about videos, but referrals, like people miss that. And so yeah, exactly. I don't know the, I don't know the exact stats, but it's, it's ridiculous. The influx of how many people ask for referrals and how people don't ask for referrals, but also how many people are willing to give a referral if you just ask. And so something I've been doing as of late is I always like to create a human touch with my prospect or my, or my client at this point. But again, it depends on how you want to go about this, but I made a video and what I do is I go look on their LinkedIn. Now on their LinkedIn, what you can do is look up their 500 plus connections as long as their network isn't locked. Yeah. Then you can go look at the job titles that you go after. So I go after like VPs of sales, sales enablement leaders. And then I see, okay, who can they refer me to an account that I'm trying to get into? And so what I do is I make a video, I tag the three people, their direct LinkedIn profile so they can go check it out. And then people reply back to me like, yep, I know those two people, I'll make a referral for you. So then I just wait for that referral. And then that's another way I can build pipeline. And that's a stronger connection because if I've done yeah. work with them in the past, exactly. that deal is most likely going to close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, referral closes at 80%. I strongly believe that. Yeah. So those are the three tips on prospecting we should be focused on. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I love it. I love that you brought up referrals and it's definitely something that people don't talk about enough because you know, you don't go eat at a, at a empty restaurant, empty parking lot restaurant. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, so in the same aspect of like, whenever you call me and um, if you were to call my cell phone right now and, you, and I didn't pick up my voicemail says, let me know who referred you to me so I can call and thank them. So I'm already coming off the rip that I'm referable. Yeah. You know, exactly. How, how might you go about, you know, making yourself more referable? I, I always say, well, it depends because like on who, on how you face your clients, because if it's like, if you're yeah. remote, right, you got to have a different conversation than it is a person. Yeah. But the, I think the talk track essentially is the same. So if I meet somebody in person, like, and it's on site, I'm like, Hey, if, if anyone is concerned about these three areas, let me know. And let's have a conversation about that. Right. Like right. intro them to me. And I, you have to lead people on where they want to go. If you don't lead someone and tell them, hey, this is what we need to do, it's not going to be helpful for them in the long term because you have to tell them, hey, this is what I want to direct you to go do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's some of the best relationships, man, I've ever had that can ex- exceed quota type relationships right. are the ones that you build a referral exchange. Yeah. And you, like the sales rep or the AE, got to be the one to initiate that. Yeah. Got to be the one to say, okay, um, you know, I, I can intro you to somebody that's, you know, going to yeah. help help you. And then um, like James and I talked about when James was on the pod, he said, uh, you know, it's okay to give with an ask. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause, cause you, especially if you've got, you've 
you've came in or did something of value, then in return, you'd be like, hey, if anyone else, if you look at anyone else would benefit from this, you know, please let me know. This is the areas where we help. You got to give people the direction because you're just like, hey, if you know anyone else, let me know. It's kind of like whatever. But if it's like, hey, these are the things that we cover. Like if you see anyone that has struggled with that, let me know. And that's how the referrals come to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think as sales leaders too, man, we should be more uh, involved with that process yeah. too. Instead of like, did you sell anything today? No, no. How many referrals did you get? Yeah, let's talk exactly. about that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love it. Um, and I like your shirt too, man. Those that listen to the audio can't can't see it, but it says yes. uh, "Stay Inspired." So, how does uh, Morgan Ingram stay inspired? So, this is a great question. Yeah, I have a mastermind group. It's a it's a group of group of all it's all men. A woman, woman, maybe out in the future. We talked about it the other day, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's all men, and we we found at the end of the day that. Men don't have a space to be vulnerable. Yeah. And there's a lot of deep rooted issues and problems that happen that aren't addressed because we feel like we always have to have a certain stance to society that we can't approach certain situations. And so reason I'm bringing it up is because we met, I want to give you guys context because we met the other day and they asked me, they're like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay inspired? Even when bad things happen, like I'm, partially turned my Achilles like two weeks ago. Like that's not fun, right? <laughs> like, like I should just be like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. So what I told them is that I have an anti-why. Now there's a why, right? Simon Sinek, what's your why? Yeah. But I have an anti-why. So this is okay. different. Yeah. The anti-why is looking at your life at towards the end and realizing everything went wrong. So your wife hates you and is cheating on you. Your kids think that you, you're not a great dad. You're not a great father. Your siblings are doing way better than you, right? And you're just a deadbeat. Your parents are not proud of you. you your job, you hate. Your life, you don't like. You've gotten overweight and no one sh- no, basically no one shows up to your funeral. Like that to me is what motivates me because I think about that every day to be like, yeah, that's not happening. So cool. Let me go take the action steps right now to make sure that never happens. And so someone told me that in 2012, yeah, 2012, 2013, forever changed my life on how I see everything. And so that is what innately makes me motivated because I never want that to happen. Right, right on. So, uh, so to you, talk, let's talk about that real quick. Um, yeah. how, how do you define success? It's changed. Yeah. It's changed a lot for me. Yeah. I think if you would have asked me going into college of like, yo, <laughs> I just want to make a lot of money and get out of my way. Right. Uh, if you asked me a couple of years ago, it would have been this, I want to be an international speaker and I want to travel the world and make a lot of money. Like it, it changes. Yeah. For me right now, success is fulfillment. Mm. A lot of people, they never get there. They never do something that truly fulfills them. I'm not saying every waking moment is exciting and, you know, right. but, but yeah. deep rooted fulfillment in what you do on a day-to-day basis. And that is what success means to me is, is getting that. And I feel like we all are on the journey of that. Mm-hmm. There are things that we have passion for. There's things that make us happy. There are things that we love and like, but to reach true fulfillment 
in a day-to-day is, I believe, one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. I think on average, it's 66% of people hate their job, right? So that means that they're not fulfilled. They're not even happy. So right. the thing is getting fulfillment to me, that's success. Because mm-hmm. once you're fulfilled, personal, professional, any other relationship you have, that, that's what helps you out. And so, but ultimately fulfillment can lead to making sure that you have financial freedom. I mean, that's a part of it as well, right? But right. fulfillment yeah. is what I, what I see as success and what I'm continuously striving for at the end of the day. Right. And, and I love that question because as many times as I've asked it, nobody ever leads with money. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, here's the thing. Different things. Yeah. You can't be money motivated. It's not possible. Yeah. Why do you say that? So if you say you're money motivated, right? Every interview, oh yeah, what do you, what do you, what are you motivated? Money, okay. <laughs> what, so once you get the money, right? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. People yeah. say buy cars. Right. I'm going to go traveling. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go hiking, right? I'm going to buy some equipment. Like, so maybe you're making film, photography, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so you are motivated by travel. You're motivated by yeah. cars. You're motivated by photography, you're not motivated by money because yep. if you were motivated by money, you wouldn't spend it. You'd just keep it and you'd look at it all day long. Exactly. So I, when people say they're money motivated, yeah. I was like, nope, that's not the real reason. Like, what are you going to buy with it? Okay. Yeah. You're motivated by that. So you're not really motivated by money. You're motivated by the experience the money gives you, but yep. the real motivation is the experience. Yeah. 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 Getting yeah. down to the root. Yeah, why, exactly. Why, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, yeah. some people may want to look at money all day long, but the, the percentage of people that it is is very low. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, yeah. Uh, I would say the majority of the audience here, uh, of course you got hustlers that, you know, are, are about trying to get the money, get the bag. Yeah. But the, the reality is it's everybody's striving to be the best version of themselves. For sure. And um, for you, I mean, it sounds like, um, you know, you, you get down to the core of, you know, that, seeking a life of fulfillment and to you that that's important and I totally get it now what advice might you might you give to somebody that's just like really going through it right now and you know they they want to get on on the same track they want to you know do do the things that you're doing like what advice might you give that person take a step back (laughs) and spend a weekend with yourself yeah Here's why. Because we live in a society right now with social media, right? We got people blowing us up, right? We got emails, like notifications all over the place. You got to take the time to figure out who you are. Hmm. That's tough. Like I I take the time to figure out who I am, right? I, I take, I spend a lot of time by myself and I'm very comfortable with that because I need to hear my own voice. And sometimes we don't take the time to hear our own voice. We hear other people's voices, but not our own. Like what, are, right. what is me telling me? We don't do that. And so if you're stuck, you got to take a step back, interrupt your own pattern, right? Cause when you're in patterns, you don't realize what's going on. Interrupt your own pattern, go take a weekend, trip somewhere local doesn't matter and just like get with your thoughts and like write down like where you're at and that will help you process what's going on yeah no that's awesome i, I don't know if you've seen the um documentary with bill gates but the, how he, he goes off into somewhere like a cabin and he just he'll spend yeah. a weekend to himself just reading books and taking notes and just soaking in up as much stuff as he can with yeah. to himself yeah you gotta do it yeah 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 you you know because the reality is, you know, connection is currency. You're not able to connect with anybody 
until you can connect with yourself first. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Morgan, man, what what are you most excited about right now? What I'm most excited about right now is the the opportunity of doing something different. And what I mean by that is this virus has caused a lot of economic downturn, right? I think yeah. I saw the Dow stock like plummeted this morning or something like that. Like oh, wow. ridiculous, like stock market, like I was on crash, something like that. Wow. And so I'm, I'm excited because it just gives an opportunity to be creative and innovative. When things get tough, can you power through? And it's gonna show, hey, were you able to navigate during a tough time? Because the, I feel like that is where the true skillsmanship comes into play of what you do. And so I, I'm excited about this remote, remote doing, starting to do a lot of remote trainings, yeah. online stuff. Uh, I bought a book on how to do remote trainings. Like uh, I've been reaching out <laughs> yeah. to people and figuring yeah. out how do you deliver remote uh, virtual. I've been looking into that. So yeah, it's, it's cool. exciting because it's different and it's something that, we haven't done before. It's a, it's a, something that we weren't prepared for, right? I didn't know, we didn't know the virus could come out of nowhere. So I, I'm excited because it gives the opportunity to be collaborative and build teamwork, which is something I'm continuously trying to get better at is working as a team when you're an individual contributor and you got goals you got to hit. So those are, that, that's what I'm genuinely right now excited about is that there's a lot of things that are happening, but it's like, can you understand what's happening, but navigate it appropriately? Right. Yeah. And if you navigate it appropriately, I mean, yeah. now's the time if you're trying to build a team, yeah. people that want to work from home, remote teams. Yeah. That's where it's at right now. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Um, by chance, do you know the name of the book that you picked up? It's <laughs> it's called Training and Development for Dummies. <laughs> really? like, look, I got a for dummies book. Like literally I was looking at remote training and yeah. the training and development for dummies book showed up. And it was oh, a whole wow. section on remote training. I was like, all right, I've never got it for dummies book, but why not? So I bought it and nice. now I'm ready to go. I'm going to go hey, start yeah. studying. That's a great resource yeah. for the audience, man. I will be sure to put it in the show notes. Training and <laughs> development for dummies. They got like a whole series of all different stuff. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. let's try it out. Hey, Have fun. hey, man. And that's humbling too, baby. Because listen, guys the uh, and gals, the number one sales voice on LinkedIn is even reading <laughs> this, these types of books, man. You, you hey, I, um, I don't, I, I can get way better at remote training. So yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. Like there's probably some things in here that I can give me some advice on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why you're such a smart dude, you know, you you don't think that you know it all you're you're out there just trying to soak up as much knowledge as yeah, you can yeah for sure and then you're not selfish with the man you're out here sharing it and uh definitely uh sales communities better yeah. because of your brother so we appreciate it yeah absolutely man yeah so um where can people find you man simple just on linkedin morgan j ingram if you want to see what, what's going on with the team i know he mentioned the j ballers i'm like who are the j ballers so uh j barrels.com that's that's yeah. where we're at but yeah I'm, I'm on linkedin i'm very active there happy to answer any questions or help, help with any anything that's going on right now because it's it's tough you know we're all we're all trying to be here for together and sell through the the hard time right now yeah 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 anything i didn't ask but should have no, man. No, I think, I think we went, we went, we got a really good conversation about just yeah. the mental state of what you should be doing and how to go about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And uh, definitely, uh, you know, 
these ma- the masterminds and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's really really important to surround yourself around like minded individuals. And um, yeah, so real quick before we wrap up, um, you know, what advice might you give to somebody that that's looking for that kind of group or that kind of uh, influence? How do they go about finding the right type of people to surround themselves with? Yeah, first of all, you have to prepare yourself, right? Uh, this group is very serious. It's different than an accountability group. Yeah. Like when you join a mastermind, it's all about energy and everyone has to be on the same page. And so, you know, we have our own ebbs and flow and we got to get real with each other, but it allows for you to not only grow professionally, but personally as well, because the whole goal is that you want to bring people that are in different industries so you can get other perspectives. You just don't want to get like, oh, we're all salespeople in this. Like, that's not going to help you. You got to find like, in our group, like we have someone who is in the liquor industry. We have someone who is in recruiting. We have someone who's a fitness trainer, right? We have someone who is in enterprise consulting, right? We have, we just have, we just have different people, right? And the thing is like, it gives different perspectives on what you're going through. And so I would say if you're looking for that, like start thinking about, okay, what value would I bring to the group? And then how can I build on top of that? Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Solid yeah, advice. Man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, for anybody listening, uh, check out the show notes. We're going to be linking you up to Morgan's profile on LinkedIn and I uh, appreciate your time today, man. Yeah, absolutely. Visit allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. This episode was off the hook.